This episode of the 3D Insights podcast is brought to you by Surplus Global, one of the world's largest one-stop platforms for pre-owned semiconductor equipment. Surplus Global believes that to preserve the environment, society needs to make better use of used equipment through refurbishment and recycling. The company is committed to providing eco-friendly equipment systems to customers around the world. To learn more about how you can contribute to a greener semiconductor ecosystem by using secondary equipment, visit www.surplusglobal.com. Hi there, I'm Francoise Von Trapp, and this is the 3D Insights Podcast. This episode was recorded live at Semicon West 2022 at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Hi, everyone. The secondary semiconductor equipment market has been under a strain as availability of secondary tools have been in hot demand since the chip shortage began in 2020, impacting the entire semiconductor supply chain. So here to speak to me about this is Bruce Kim, who is CEO of Surplus Global, and Jin Choi, who is Director of Marketing Communications at Surplus Global. And they're going to share some of their company's perspective as they've been dealing with this, these issues and the actions that they're taking to address the situation. So welcome, guys. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Francois. Uh... It's nice to have you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we dive in, can you each introduce yourselves and share some of your background with our listeners? Bruce, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, uh, I established the Sofras, founded the Sofras Global 22 years ago. Okay. And uh, at first, we started this company as a B2B marketplace. And after that, we changed our business model to uh, semiconductor industry. So we... Uh, at the time, uh, the secondary market uh, started to uh, booming in Korea. Uh, then uh, uh, the market growth, average growth rate is uh, 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 more than 10% every year. So we found some uh, good opportunities in secondary equipment market. So last 20 years, uh, we have developed many solutions for global customers okay. with the secondary equipment. Yeah, and you're based in Korea? Yeah, uh, yeah we are based in okay. Korea. But yeah. your customers are all around the world? Yeah. Okay. And um, Choi? Yes. Yes, my name is Jin Choi, and I'm in charge of the R&D foundry service business. That is the new business of Surplus Global. I joined the last year where people joining the Surplus Global. I had worked in Silicon Silicon Wave Manufacturers, and I started, I joined Surplus Global to build the new business, R&D, foundry service, and wafer business. Thank you. Okay, so um, let's talk about the company a little bit and your business model as a secondary equipment supplier. How do you work? Uh, Everybody uh, knows secondary equipment market is huge. It's more than $1 billion uh, every year. Mm And secondary equipment market size is around seven to eight billion dollars. It's a large market, and uh, 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 so far, last twenty years, we have sold more than forty thousand tools globally, uh, okay. and to our customer base is more than four thousand. I can say we have business records with almost every fab uh, in the world. 
Okay. And do you work as a trade partner um, to connect the companies that are selling their secondary equipment to the buyers, or do you actually maintain um, an inventory? Oh, yeah, uh, both of them. Both? Uh, currently, we are remarketing Global Foundries tool. Okay. Uh, and also, we keep uh, inventory more than 1,000 tools, uh, mainly in Korea and okay. some in Taiwan. And are these all mostly front-end tools? Do you have any that are for the back-end? Uh, both of them. Uh, both seven, of them, okay. Uh, 80, 90% tools are front-end and okay. the remains are uh, back-end back Okay. So, right now we're in a massive capacity expansion mm. around the world, right? Yeah. New fabs coming online. Mm. Um, a demand for legacy node technologies that are mostly manufactured on 200 mm. millimeter tools. Do you, do you mostly um, sell 200 millimeter tools or both 200 and 300 millimeter? Uh, both 200 and 300. Okay. And I think 30% of our sales are from 200 millimeter. Okay. And 70% okay. from uh, 300. So what are the challenges that are facing companies who are wanting to expand their capacity right now? So currently, uh, average delivery of brand new equipment uh, is one and a half to year. Mm -hmm. Some tools over two years. Over two years. Yeah. So, uh, 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 it, uh, many of customers they are uh, looking for secondary equipment because mm -hmm. of the uh, uh, long delivery time. Right, because of the long lead times on the new equipment. So they're turning yeah. to second secondary and refurbishing, yeah. or or um, are they like? bringing them up to newer processes, to, to perform newer processes? Yeah, yeah. So uh, our customers usually uh, 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 has a legacy technology mm -hmm. uh, above 45, 40 nanotechnology. Okay. Mm. But that's a really hot right now. Is Absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I d I've done a little research, and there's not a lot of information available, market information for the status of the semiconductor equipment market, but I understand there is a shortage. A, a, short, a shortage of available secondary tools. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I can... Uh, some tool price of uh, ADT tools uh, increased by 10 times uh, for last 10 years. Uh, so, uh, some tool price is very sky-located. Uh, uh, 10 years ago, there are plenty of uh, ADT tools in the market. Uh, but these days, it's very difficult to find the uh, eight-inch tools in the market. So the eight-inch tools, yeah, right. Many of the fabs uh, have a very big difficulties in purchasing eight-inch tools. Right, okay. Uh, because of the long lead time and, and shortage of the secondary keyboard. So what are, the, what are they resorting to? What are they having to do to, are they having to optimize and move their processes to 300 millimeter tools? Or? Some tools, for example, TSMC and UMC, they, uh, they are trying to persuade their customers to move uh, 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 from 200 millimeter to 300 millimeters mm -hmm. also. And there are many challenges, uh, many trials uh, in 300, 300 millimeter areas. So some, some 300 millimeter pipes are manufactured in 350 nanotechnology. It's mm -hmm. very old technology uh, with uh, 300 millimeter tools. Okay. Okay, so um, last year mm -hmm. you opened your semiconductor equipment cluster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that, what mm -hmm. that is, and um, what, your, what your motivation was for, creative, for um, creating it? 
when I started this uh, business, always uh, after that, always I feel people undervalue the uh, uh, secondary keyword market. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very uh, precious asset of human mankind. Uh, <laughs> But uh, most of the equipment manufacturers uh, want to sell uh, high-priced brand-new tools right. for better profit. Uh, and not so many companies are uh, interested in using secondary equipment. Mm-hmm. But these days, uh, for ESG management, all that kind of things, we, mm-hmm. we should use more secondary equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the ESG? Yeah. For yeah, envi- environmental social governance is what you're talking about, right? Yeah. To, to reach those goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about that. We have sold so far. We have sold uh, over forty thousand tools, and many of uh, fabs, uh, many of companies, mm-hmm. they. Uh, uh, their difficulties is uh, high-priced equipment mm-hmm. and uh, shortage of facilities. So we want to provide both equipment and facilities together who need some uh, okay. uh, test or R&D. So we want to maximize the value of secondary equipment with our cluster. Also, uh, for training purpose, uh, okay. Even some PhD or semiconductor uh, have, uh, could not see the real uh, 300-millimeter tools before graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to provide uh, more opportunities to uh, uh, customers uh, mm-hmm. for training or for R&D or other purposes while developing some patches. So we can use a secondary equipment mm-hmm. more valuably than we can provide more, more value to the customers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, one of the other issues is it's not only the availability of equipment, but mm. the replacement parts mm. that, um, you know, that you need to refurbish those tools. Mm. Um, how is Surplus Global addressing this? Uh, so we are uh, uh, trying to provide many kinds of solutions. Uh, firstly, it's a trading business. Mm-hmm. So trading second, uh, used parts. So uh, this market is not really well connected sometimes. Right, um, okay. So you can be uh, some bridge between sellers and buyers uh, okay. for uh, uh, used patch. Okay. So uh, already we started their services, and um, many of the, our customers are very satisfied with only 500 spare patch. So, so, are you bro- you're, so you're actually brokering these, these deals between... The um, between your customers, yeah, yeah, or yeah. your where you're procuring the tools from, and the customers who are needing, or they might have tools mm. that they've purchased from you, and they are mm. coming up short on spare parts, so mm. they're coming to you to get the spare parts. Is that how that works? Mm. So uh, there are, I think there are 30 to 50 uh, patch uh, inventory dealers in mm-hmm. the world, and. Uh, sometimes we purchase from them. The sources of patch uh, 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 barriers, mm-hmm. uh, when uh, customers and uh, uh, perhaps want to buy some patch, they cannot uh, search all the sources in the world. Right, okay. So, so there are more, sometimes more than 1,000 sources. Okay. Uh, and 
we have a, a, a business record with many companies, over 4,000 companies, and we have a good inventory, a good database for patch inventory. So we are using our database, we can more easily find the source of the patch. Right, so rather than somebody frustratingly searching Google on their own to find mm. parts from that might come from different places, yeah, yeah. you have the database, so they yeah, can yeah. come to you and say, I need a part for this tool, and you can look through your database and find yeah. it. Yeah. That is an amazing service. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then, um, and that is a global program. Yeah. So you're working. So, so basically, it's your customers come to you, and you access your database, and, and uh, they can access our database directly. They can access your yeah. database themselves. Yes. Yeah, so okay. We have a human interface. <laughs> okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, so another thing that you recently did was launch an R and D foundry program, and I'm really curious about this because. Um, now you're getting out of you know just selling or tr- or you know remarketing tools mm. to actually providing services. Mm. I'm imagining. Mm. So can you explain to me what the R and D Foundry program is? Mm. Jim, please. Yes, yes. Actually, our R and D Foundry business provides various service to customers. Mm-hmm which is the material manufacturer and patch manufacturer, sometimes the equipment manufacturer. That is the, our target customers. Actually, our the main service, we have the two main services in R&D Foundry business. One is the electrical characterization or analysis service, and the other one is the 300-millimeter thin-film weapon manufacturing service. Thin film way for manufacturing service. Yeah, we okay. already set up the equipment in our clean room in this month. Okay. And we started the manufacturing service from next month. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in case of the electrical characterization analysis service is normally, generally conducted by semiconductor device maker such as the Samsung, right. Intel, Micron, or TSMC. Yeah. But our method, our test and analysis method is a little bit different from the kind of the device maker in the preparing the sample. Uh, in the case of the device maker, is using the full integrated device to get the electrical test result. Mm-hmm. But in our case, we don't use the metal layer deposition and patterning. We just using the blank state, the single or multi-blank layer uh, sample and wafer. With the kind of the blank state wafer, we can test and get the same level accurate result of the electrical test characterization. That is our the unique technology. Okay. And it will be very helpful to the material manufacturer or patch manufacturer because they cannot make the full integrated, integrated device and they cannot test the kinds of the electrical characterization by themselves. So we can Serve, you can supply the kinds of the analysis service to the customer's material maker or patch maker or equipment maker. That is our main service. 
And the other service is the manufacturing of the 300mm thin film test wafer. Mm -hmm. Firstly, we will start the start to make the oxidation oxide wafer. Mm -hmm. uh, firstly, we set up finish the set up the 300mm thermal furnace so we will make the thermal oxide wafer mm -hmm. and we also finish the setup of the PCVD tools in our clean room so from the next month we can make and provide the 300mm thermal oxide wafer and the P-TEOS oxide wafer to our customers. That kind of the wafers are used by the material makers such as CMP slurry, CMP pad or conditioner or some the equipment companies are using the thermal oxide wafer so we can supply the kind of the test wafer to them. Yeah, so, that is our the R&D foundry service main items. Yeah. Okay, so you're producing test wafers mm -hmm. for um, thermal oxide and thin film. Yeah, thermal oxide, thin film wafer. Thin and but not you're not producing the wafers themselves. I mean, you're you're not running product. You are running test wafers so that the material provider can evaluate their material. Is that what you're doing? Mm. Or are you actually running, like selling the thin film wafers? We are actually, we firstly purchase the bare silicone right. wafer. And then we make the thin film, we deposit the thin film mm -hmm. on the bare wafer in our clean, in room, clean room with room. our the tools. Yeah. And then we provide the test the wafer to customer for customer's test purpose. Okay. Yeah. And is this to evaluate your tools? Or is this just a new service that you're providing because there's a, re you know, there's a need for the thin film wafer business? I mean, are you getting into the thin film wafer business? You know, as a found, you know, you're, are you getting into the foundry business then? In this case, or? Uh, it's not uh, normal foundry business. We are, uh, we are not, uh, support some R and D. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 so, uh, I mean, uh, with the comp price competitiveness of a secondary equipment, mm -hmm. we can provide some uh, equipment and facilities at uh, competitive prices. I see. Okay. And, and provide some test wafers at okay. uh, 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 a higher quality. So basically, okay. So basically, customers are coming to you to test their processes, the yeah. materials, yeah. and their processes, and you are pro you have the equipment set up. Yeah, that yeah. you can run the wafers for them yeah, yeah, and correct. deliver the test wafers so that they can do their go through their evaluation and their and their um, qualifying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you're not actually getting into wafer production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, that sounds like you've got a lot going on mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. and uh, and we we'll look forward to seeing um, where things go. And would love to talk to you again at some point. Yeah. So um, thanks for joining us today. Do you have anything that you want to add that you'd like um, your list, our listeners to take away? Yeah, uh, uh, I think uh, we, we, uh, we should use more secondary equipment. Mm -hmm. and, uh, this is, there are supply chain issues, uh, also some environmental issues. Mm -hmm. But 
the secondary market, market is uh, very much uh, uh, under under evaluated. Uh, okay. So, so okay. I think uh, we should do much more things for uh, secondary market uh, uh, recycling. Right. Okay. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you. Right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. There's lots more to come, so tune in next time to the 3D Insights Podcast. The 3D Insights Podcast is a production of 3D Insights, LLC.